The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who don't understand English, or anyone who uses the Bible to defend a 30-year-old hitting on and more uh, a 14-year-old. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Farm Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane. And I'm Sling Bear. Yes, uh, Lansing Mike uh, had other things he needed to do today, and he hasn't done much uh, kinky in the past couple of weeks. So instead, um, I came down to Sling Bear's, um, gave him a quick orgasm, and now and now we're recording the podcast. One uh, of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Now that uh, at least one of us is in a more relaxed state. Okay, I want to get the miserable out of the way first. Um, because, yeah, quite a bit of miserable has happened um, since last recording. Sad but true. First, the the pup that I handled um, at the Mr. at Great Lakes. Uh, well, it, it's in the back catalog, but Pup Baird. Mm. He was diagnosed with stage 1A testicular cancer. And I feel fine about using that name because he's been posting these things publicly on Facebook. Um, so he, he has no shame in this and it's not anything to be ashamed of. Um, and he's been using this as a reminder to all of those who have testicles to check them on a monthly basis. Yes, indeed. In the shower, when they're nice and relaxed, give them a, an intentional feel and, you know, get to know them so that you'll be able to recognize if anything changes and, um, yeah, be aware of any lumps that may occur. And, oh, yeah, stubborn men, go to the doctor when that happens. Absolutely. At least we caught it at stage one. Yes. But. Yes. Caught at stage one A. Um, so, yeah, localized to that area. Um they uh, had to remove the one testicle and the tubing going back in. Um, and he has been a very sore puppy uh, these last couple days. Yeah. Has said that it kind of feels like having been kicked in the nuts. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it probably would feel like that. Um, but the doctors at this point believe that they have gotten it all, that... Um, it has not spread to the lymph nodes, um, has not spread to the other testicles. So it, we wish quick and um, pain-free recovery to Baird. You're here. The other miserable thing. Uh, when I was at MIR, I've, I was alerted via email that the dungeon master of number six dungeon passed away at age 82. And... So yesterday, uh, I got to go to his funeral and a lot, he was a very active Freemason. Mm -hmm. And so there were about 50 of his Mason brethren there at the funeral. Um, then quite a few people from the condo community, yep. 
uh, where he was. And then there was a group of a dozen leathermen in back. Um, and there was a bit of crossover between the Masons and the Leathermen. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, that was draining um, emotionally yesterday. Yeah. Um, I'm sure today didn't help much either. No, today it was even worse because it was also draining physically because before he passed away, when it was obvious that he was no longer going to be able to have the parties, um, He's scheduled to have the dungeon packed up and taken to Chicago, taken to Chicago, taken to the leather archives, um, and doing it today, uh, the 12th of November. So yeah, I've spent two hours, um, yeah, hauling stuff up, kicking up cat dander and sharing pleasant memories, but yeah, being generally miserable about the whole thing. I'm going to miss him. I'm, I'm going to miss that dungeon. I I had a lot of good times there. You, you had more good times there than I did, but you also were there longer than I was. Well, I don't know about longer, but I was there for two distinct eras of it. I mean, I was there in 99 and 2000 uh, before I first moved away from the Detroit area. And then, yeah, caught back up. Um, with him, and yeah, he'll be missed. He will be missed, and not just because the dungeon parties were fun. He was a good guy. Uh, yeah, he very good guy. I mean, he he was a leader in in the Masonic uh, fraternity. He was the one who taught new Masons how to be a Mason, and in the leather community, he's. He taught new leather boys how to be a leather boy. Yep. And so, yeah, all of his his knowledge will be missed. Um, So as for the dungeon itself, um, it is currently being, yeah, packed away. um, And the parts of it that the leather archive and museum can use, they will use, and the rest of it, will be sold off mm-hmm. um, and the proceeds benefiting the leather archives. Yep. And um, they're going to, from what I've heard, they're going to start that process with IML um, okay. because uh, they, they might do some of the smaller things at CLAW, but you don't go to CLAW thinking that you're going to go home with a massive St. Andrew's cross. Generally not. Right. So... Uh, they're going to look into online auction options and s- stuff like that. And, yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out for it because there are a few things that I'd like to acquire for myself. Um, there was a lot of fun things in that dungeon. There was a lot of fun things in that dungeon. Um, Oscar is the massive, big-as-a-man's-leg dildo. It's slightly bigger. He's about three feet, three and a half feet tall. And about that big around. Yeah, sounds right. Um, that is going to um, go to Inferno. Okay. And will be a place for those who knew him through Inferno to pay their respects to him. And then, yeah, may go to the Hellfire Club. or I, I think it would look perfect on a plinth at the leather archives right out front. <laughs> well, I remember when I was 
a baby gay uh, in a sex shop somewhere in Chicago. I'm afraid at this point I don't remember which or where. Uh, there was something similar to Oscar, not quite as large, I don't think, that was prominently displayed on that shop's counter. So having it displayed at the Leather Archives and Museum, why not? Yeah, have it right there at the front desk. Absolutely. And yeah, <laughs> free to a good home. If you can take him, you can take him. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that actually segues relatively gently into my last weekend uh, at MIR in Chicago, where, among other things, I went to the Leather Archives and Museum. Oh, excellent. Um, and the very first room choked me up. Um, it was m murals from uh, the Gold Coast, mm. the original Gold Coast back in the 70s. So um, I don't... I can see the name of the artist. It starts with an E. Etienne? Yes. That that was the one who did all of that art. Mm -hmm. And you can see that he was very influenced by Tom of Finland. Um, and yeah, just seeing yeah, all that raw, wild sexuality there and... And the live as opposed to through a computer screen. Yeah. And, you know, to be able to see it up close and see the detail of it. And, yeah, and then, yeah, just through the entire archives, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of love in that place. And it, it was worth the $10 admission um, for me to go there. And while I was there, I actually ran into Whiteout. Oh, <laughs> someone I haven't heard of in a while. How's he doing? Uh, he is doing well. Um, he was actually there to... I was just there for the museum. He actually want, uh, was going into the archives themselves mm. um, to study the history of gay rubber. Um, looking back to, you know, just after mm. World War II. Um, and so that'll probably end up on Whiteout's um, YouTube channel, okay. uh, somewhere around there. And hey, uh, I'm I commend him for being interested in our history and working to bring it to a larger audience. Um, so that actually that was on Saturday um, that I went because. Uh, yeah, the Leather Archive opens at 11 and MIR doesn't start going until noon, which considering how late the parties went the night before. Yeah, and, and yeah noon is a goal, not actually. Yeah. <laughs> it, not necessarily it, one to be met. But yeah, I mean, they, they've, in earlier years, they opened at 10 and they were like, we were just dead at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Nobody was, the only people who were there were the people who had to be there. So we, we just. Yeah, pushed it back. Was noon. We'll 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 start at noon. Everybody should be reasonably awake by then, and at least enough people to make it worthwhile to open the doors. Um, Fair enough. So so backing up a little, um, got in on Friday. Um, checked into the hostel um, on Congress Street. Okay. Um, nice place. Um, Everybody there was very friendly. Um, 
I paid $130 for three nights, which for Chicago is nothing. You you cannot beat that price. Uh, This is the hustle I'm thinking of. I've always heard good things about it. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's hichicago.com on the web. And yeah, I mean, everybody was very gracious. Um, You know, free continental breakfast. Uh, they let you use the kitchen facilities um, and I've heard lots of different languages. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't get up to any shenanigans because generally by the time I got back to the hostel, I was dead man walking. Yeah, you want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was there to sleep. And I mean, the only bad, the only partially bad experience that I had was that that first night, um, at the hostel, one of the other guys in my room had bad athlete's foot and just stank up the entire room with the foot odor. Okay. And so that was unpleasant and made it a little difficult to sleep, especially, yeah, because I was trying to be really quiet coming in at three in the morning. <sighs> so it's considerate of you as a roommate. Yeah. yeah. I, I, as quiet as one can be when you're half asleep, you've been in your boots all damn day, um, and fumbling with a combination lock in a metal locker. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. Friday, so... Checked in on Friday. Checked in on Friday. Um, went right to the uh, MIR. Um, said hello to everybody. Ran into Veritas Good. Um, right away. And I, that first day there, I bought my very first piece of rubber gear. Um, yay. yay. From Rubber 101. Um, they are Rubber 101? Latex 101? Oh, shoot. I'm Rubber 101. Um, pretty sure. Uh, they're out of Scotland. Um, I, I recently tweeted about them. Uh, so you, you can check it. Check <laughs> and I got the name right on, on the Twitter, so double check uh, my Twitter. Uh, that's at Harry Prone Comp. Um, so yeah, I got my first surf suit from there, uh, sleeveless, short, um, short on the leg. So about boxer length there. And that's good because I had, I had been wearing Veritas's gear and he likes longer legs and longer arms. And I found that the points of failure for me tended to be the knees and the elbows. Okay. So having those free, no knees and no elbows, having no knees and no elbows, those don't get bound up. Um, I tried on two of them. One, they're both basically black. Um, one had a red racing stripe up the sides. The other one had yellow. I had to go with the yellow because the red one was too small. I had to go with a 2XL because these are European sizes. Of course they are. Because <laughs> they're based out of Scotland. Because they're based out of Scotland. And yes, a European, a European large is small compared to an American large um, because Europeans tend to be a bit more svelte than us American fat ass bears. Rawr. Rawr. Um, Then I, so I had gotten that and I was walking around and I looked at the, walked by the Mr. S Mm -hmm. booth and the guy in the Mr. S booth was trying on a latex cocksucker hood. Okay. And I said, that 
looks really neat. I've been admiring the cocksucker hood for a while. Let me look at getting that. So the, um, the surf suit that I bought was $180, which is really good for a rubber suit. Yeah. Um, I looked at the latex cocksucker hood, $180. No. <laughs> Neoprene, $70. Yeah. So it's a lot more reasonable. That's a lot more. That's a lot more reasonable. Um, yeah, the, with the latex cocksucker hood, there are uh, pinholes in front of the eyes, so you can see a little bit. Okay. With the neoprene, no, it's just solid neoprene, so you can't see a damn thing. Um, which, depending on what you're going for, I, I can see the appeal. You'll pardon the pun. Yes. <laughs> so um, I'm uh, Sling Bear. I may ask you to take a photo of me once I get geared up because I did bring bring those two pieces of gear for us to enjoy very well later because my husband I love the man he has no photographic eye <laughs> and I'd like to get a couple of pictures of myself in my new gear um so I to be able to afford to go to MIR I volunteered um two mm-hmm. 4-hour shifts um initially they were going to put me at registration, but they did me one better. And I actually ended up working um, the cash register slash security at the rubber mart. Okay. So, um, you know, claw is the biggest appeal of claw really is the classes. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of classes at MIR, um, but really the main appeal is the vendor mart and Everybody goes to the vendor mart. So everybody, everybody passed. So you by. see everybody. I, I saw everybody and I was like, and, and I told the, the volunteer coordinator, thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I did that on Friday and Saturday. Um, and Saturday I was paired with, uh, a rather nice local, Drag queen who is also into rubber goes by Diamond, I believe. Um, I was kind of dead on my feet. <laughs> local meaning Chicago? Me, yeah, Chicago local. Um, but yeah, I uh, had some drama with the uh, Imperial Court that had that she had to take care of. So yeah, um, there were several women there. Um, mm-hmm. And a few men presenting femme, uh, and lots and lots of puppies, lot, lots and lots of puppies. Um, I, and I, I, thinking about it, I saw kind of a crossover connection between the, the puppy space and a meme that tends to be big in rubber fetish of the rubber drone. Okay. So yeah, both of them kind of, mindless and the only thing you know turn off the brain and turn on the loins and that's all so i i see the crossover yeah. there plus um so yeah saw a saw lots of puppies um saw one guy tall stocky and on friday he was in a silicone gorilla, gorilla head okay. that, that was really well detailed and then 
Uh, yeah, Saturday he was in a rhino head. Okay. Uh, same guy, because I, I recognize the voice, but I have no name to go with mm-hmm. it. But they were really nice and, you could tell, really expensive pieces. Um, I'm trying to... Oh, uh, other thing popped into my head. Um, the Chicago Rubbermen have a flea market mm-hmm. at MIR every year. Gear swap. And there was a full body... Um, Red latex suit, including uh, boots, gloves, full head, hood, and zips up the back, which means that once you get in it, you are not getting out of it for $80, which is nothing. nothing. I, I saw a couple of people trying it on and it's built for somebody who is rather slim um and a a lot of the gear at the rubber swap was built for somebody who weighs less less than i do so that's why i ended up going with a new gear um but the uh the person who ended up buying it is actually uh from the detroit area okay uh you may know him goes by hands in me Oh, yeah. On recon. So, yeah, he ended up getting it. And he said um, he is actually going to um, make some changes to it that he's going to open up the face a bit more. Okay. Um, but, that yeah, he likes the full coverage of it. And at $80, because he fits in it, it's like, I, I couldn't. You can't say no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even if he makes massive changes to it. But, yeah, at 80 bucks. Spend 200 putting changes in it. It's still a it's, worthwhile yeah, deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still a steal. Uh, and the guy, the guys who were running the flea market, um, were, I found out later were a couple and they, um, both had, um, silicone enhancements to their scrotums. Okay. Um, And it had not gotten to the point of grotesque, but the bulges that they were sporting and showing off because, well, they were in. Lycra. Um, You're in a kink space. You show off. Right. It was large enough that one could tell that it had been enhanced. So, um, and they, I looked appreciatively and several others looked appreciatively. I can imagine. Uh, In the center of the marketplace was the demo space. Okay. um, And the main, there were a couple of bondage tables that, that got quite a workout, but also there was a lighting rig um, with chain hoist okay. and guys got suspended Suspensions. just, you know, just a little bit off the ground, but I mean, you don't need to be miles off the ground for the effect of the suspension. Correct. And then they brought out the car buffers. Ah, with, with a little bit of silicone lube and make sure that you were shiny all over. And yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. <laughs> uh, I did not get a chance to participate in that, um, but it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, the Toronto Rubbermen had a booth with a bondage chair and a vac rack. Okay. Um, I did not get a chance to try out either of oh, those. Wow. The the vac rack probably would have sent me into an, a panic again. Um, and nobody demoing vac cubes, which was unfortunate. That's something I still want to find myself in one of these days. I, I, I will say that they are a lot of fun. I've been in one on the <laughs> IML vendor floor a couple of times, a couple of different years. Uh, so, 
Yeah, and so yeah, the 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 times at MIR in the market all just kind of blurred together of in my head. Um, so Friday night um, after that went to Steamworks. Okay, and I ended up getting in free because it was my birthday. Oh, I I had to pay for the membership, but that's seven dollars, right? And they gave me a free locker. How lovely! And that that was very lovely. Um, and that night was the mafia. What was the mafia mm-hmm. uh, fisting party uh, up on the third floor? Okay, and. I got to, I ran into somebody who I have been following on Xtube. Okay. And he, he's a real champ. Uh, and he took, I saw armpit hairs tickling his hole. Neat. Yeah. And, um, he, all, he, he also has a prolapse that he showed off. And one of the guys who saw that. Um, is a medical student. And when, <laughs> when he saw that, he's like, I want to write a dissertation on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which everybody found amusing. It's a fantastic line. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, yeah. that it's true is even funnier. <laughs> I asked him, are you studying proctology? I'm not far enough along to have declared a specialty yet, but maybe... <laughs> Um, so that was really fun. I got to, um, work on a gentleman at that party who was very inexperienced with fisting. He had not taken a whole hand yet. Okay. Um, and he wasn't able to take my hand entirely, but we got two four fingers and he was very happy with how far we got. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the thing. It it is very much about the journey rather than the destination. Um, so yeah, spent most of my time there and then at the blowholes sucking a lot of dick. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, Saturday night, I watched the contest. Okay. Um, and the MC is another Chicago drag queen called Terry Yaki. Mm-hmm. And the theme this year was Squeak Easy. Okay. And so she was kind of done up like Betty Boop. And had a nice opening number, um, was appropriately filthy throughout the whole thing. Excellent. Um, she, she had, she gave away a free package to next year to the first person who could show her on their phone a picture of a blue waffle. Don't Google that. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I I put my phone away. I'm like, it, it ain't worth it. It, it ain't. Um, uh, so for um, they did individual interviews on the previous night, mm-hmm. um, and then there were uh, question uh, just quick questions that they had uh, tonight or the the second Saturday. Night. Um, eight people, and the two questions were first. You're going through security at the airport. What does TSA pull out of your bag, and how do you explain it? <laughs> okay. Um, and the the Mr. Melbourne rubber had the best explanation. 
you know, he said, oh, they probably would pull out this massive vibrating butt plug. And he said, how would I explain? Oh, I'm just a filthy pervert. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know to it. Um, it works for me. The other one, other question was, uh, you're at Walt Disney World as Mr. Rubber, probably during gay days. You have a blowout, and everyone can see your Mickey Mouse. What do you do? My favorite answer was, well, I'd go to one of the souvenir shops, and I'd get a hat to cover it. But it would need to be the right kind of hat. Couldn't be the Mickey. Couldn't be the Donald. Would have to be the Goofy. <laughs> Yuck! Yeah. yeah. Um, that was fun. And then the next round, they were given three props in bags, and it had to creatively use it on a very willing demo bottom in full rubber. Okay. Lots of food stuff. So he ended up being kind of sticky uh, at the end of the night. But That'll rinse off. Yeah, no, that, that'll all rinse off. Um, the winner of the night uh, it was Michael the Neighbor um, from Poland. And he is the first Mr. International Rubber. Um, from Eastern Europe. Excellent. Uh, and, yeah, last year they had um, their first Asian uh, Mr. Rubber, so Mr. International Rubber. So they are they're very aware of, and they are embracing the international aspect of uh, International Mr. Rubber. That is delightful to hear. Congratulations yeah. to... Uh... Mr. International Robert Mikhail. Yes. And yeah, look forward to hearing your step down speech and seeing you next year. I'm absolutely going back next year. Um, yeah, I'll, and I'll probably volunteer again. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll probably stay at the hostel again. It, it, it all worked out pretty well. A uh, couple changes that I would end up making uh, would be A, pack less stuff, but also pack. Uh, not wear my boots the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the guys were not in boots. So, and yeah, my feet <laughs> hated me. Yeah. Yeah. I did try to go to man's country because they're closing. Yep. Um, but they're cash only. And by Sunday, I was out of cash. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of fell apart. But... Yeah, overall, I mean, other than the distressing emails and Facebook postings, I had a really good time in Chicago. Um, you you stayed here in Detroit, and you attended DBC. Well, stayed here in Detroit's actually an interesting way of phrasing it, because <laughs> I didn't. Oh, that's right. You were in... I had a work-related conference to go to, so I was out of town. Oh, the horror. I had to go to San Francisco for a week. Oh, no. Oh, it was awful, especially since I had free time early in the week because I didn't bother to sign up for tutorials at the conference. So I spent some time on uh, Monday morning at uh, Mr. S's uh, brick-and-mortar location. Ah. And ran into, among other people, one of the people who was judges at uh, MIR before he headed out there. Oh. Amp. Oh, yes, I did run into Amp and, and uh, Master Christopher mm -hmm. uh, at uh, MIR. Yeah. It, it was kind of, I, I said, I went, in, went ahead and said, hi, Amp, and realized how weird it is that I called him by his name and he doesn't know he has no mine. Clue who you are. <laughs> yeah, no. 
And, and he has no reason to know who I am. Other than the fact that we've chatted at several Mr. S. booths over the years at I am Ellen at Claw, he doesn't know who I am either. Yeah, I know. Nor should he. It's, yeah. I, I see him once, maybe twice a year. Um, but I did say hello while I saw him there, and it's definitely an experience to see the brick-and-mortar show. I mean, if you've ever gone to their booth at an MIR or a Claw or an IML, you see a very broad selection. But it's still just a selection. When you go to the store, you can see everything. <laughs> so I spent a good couple of hours uh, shopping and wound up leaving with a few things. Uh, one of which uh, I will show you later. It's the uh, Durlex sleep sack. Yes, you've, you've been wanting a sleep I, sack I for a while. And you know, one of the disappointments over the years has been... I went to the uh, Mr. S booth at IML, you know, mumble mumble years ago, and they didn't have one in my size. I said, okay, bring, you know, the, the next size up next year, and we'll see if I can fit into it. And they did, and I couldn't. So oh, I, I, I spent a year looking forward to it. I'm going to get to try the sleep sack, and <laughs> I couldn't try it. So it was very disappointing. So I happened to be there, and it looks like, I don't know that I'd fit in this. They make them uh, up to 2X. Mm-hmm. I fit in a 2X. Oh, good, good. So... For a very reasonable price, I now own a Drillex sleep sack. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yes, I did get back to Detroit through the, through the thunderstorms on Saturday, November 4th, in time to be only a little late to the DBC monthly play party. And um, because my time sense was all skewed, I'd spent a week in Pacific, now I'm back in Eastern, but the right. very next morning it daylight saving ends and we become standard time again. Uh, yeah, so that, that'll mess with your head. I yeah, couldn't tell if I'm coming or going. Uh, I did spend some time in the sling. I did have a lot of people play with me and that was a lot of fun. I know that there was an individual who was treated to an extended electrical scene, but I did not see it. I was in the sling. You just room. heard it. <laughs> I heard bits of it. Um, there wasn't a lot of screaming involved, but oh darn, he wasn't there for the pain. He was there for the sensation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it was a, a fairly typical party, from what I could tell. Uh, you know, certainly there were you know the Lansing contingent wasn't there because you were in Chicago at MIR, and right? And Lansing Mike couldn't make it down. And yep, and uh, yeah, uh, the the thunderstorms actually reminded me. Okay, okay. So th- this was an interesting thing. Well, sort of. Uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. um. That thunderstorms in Chicago as well. Yep. Um, and I noticed that a lot in my walk, uh, both uh, from the Red Line, both to and from the Leather Archive and to uh, the center on Halstead, mm-hmm. um, I saw a lot of clogged storm drains and didn't think much of it. Well, hmm. turns out that in the center on Halstead, they had a sewage backup. Oh, dear. Now, we were on the third floor, so we were reasonably okay, but they had asked that we not flush the toilets. Okay. So, every guy who even, every guy who flagged yellow right was flagging so very proudly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, yeah, a few of them got... Took advantage of that, and one padded puppy had his master drain himself into his puppy's 
uh, diaper. And that was kind of hot to watch when I knew it was happening. Around 3.30, yeah, about 3.30, because I, I was um, working, they made the announcement that the plumbing's fixed. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and within five minutes, every single stall <laughs> in both bathrooms, because they have... Are you just sex for the weekend, or...? No, just in general. Okay. Yeah, that um, that they're both labeled any gender bathroom. Okay. Um, yeah, that all of the stalls were just full. And yeah, you could tell guys had been holding it mm-hmm. all day long. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm surprised they didn't break the plumbing again. Uh, but yeah, so that, that was, that was a something. Okay. Uh, let me think. Oh, um, after I got home, mm-hmm. back, back from MIR, um, I decided to break out the sounds that I mm-hmm. had purchased at, uh, Detroit Bondage Club previously. That was the, uh, October party where they had the, uh, the front jail cell turned into the shop. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I had those for a month and I said, might as well. Um, so I boiled, um, the smaller half, okay. um, of them, um, the smallest size. And I think these are measured in millimeters of diameter. Um, that seems to make the most sense. I'd need, I'd need a pair of calipers to be sure, but close enough. Uh, right. The smallest one was a four, which is small. Thinner around than a pencil. And I'm like, that one looks like it could be a little pokey. Um, So I started at a seven. And seven went in no problem. Just slid right in. I'm like, okay, let's try a step up. Eight. Eight in and out, no problem. All right. Nine. Nine in and out. Ten. Ten would not go past the Prince Albert piercing hole okay so i'm like okay so played with the nine and had to um toward yeah at the end of the session i had to remove it very quickly um lest it either block something or get shot out and damage something but yeah that it was fun. It it was a really nice stimulation. I'm very glad I bought it. Do I? I I wish they were longer, but they work. Um, and for the it was like thirty five dollars for the oh, set. Yeah, that that very reasonable. I've never seen that set. It's a great set. Yeah, um, might not have even have been that much. Um, whoop, I'm blown up. Uh, oh. It can wait. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's the first time I've had a sound in my dick for over a year. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I want to do it again. <laughs> just just need to uh, re-sterilize them. And, and, yeah, we'll probably, yeah, I'll probably just, for the next session, just uh, sterilize the uh, 8, 9, and 10. And just um, use those three? Yeah, that, you know, start start with the 8 for mm-hmm. a warm-up, um, move up to the 9, um, and then, yeah, start trying to, to stretch on the 10. And, you know, if it 
if I get to go in eventually, great. If not, well, I mean, the, the, the nine feels amazing. Yeah. And um, yeah, the nine goes in without any trouble at all, you know, okay. once it's appropriately lubed. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy, but yeah, I would like to, I'd, I'd like to move up. And I mm-hmm. mean, the thickest one on there, I think is 18. Yeah, that, that's, that's about as big around as my thumb. That's a lot. Yeah, if, if I could take the 18, I could take fingers. Yeah. Yeah. It might not be sanitary, but I could do it. Well, but. It's a appropriate sterile glove. Yeah. Sterile lube. Why not? Sterile glove, sterile lube. Yeah, it could all work. And um, Yeah, you know, that, another stretch that I need to work on. But really, I need to spend more time working on stretching my other end. Yeah, I, I've got the tools for it. I just need to get off my ass, so, so to speak, speak and actually and do it. it. Yeah, bear bear down and mm-hmm. and get it, get that in there, and yeah, get myself stressed out so that I can take a fist one of these days. Yeah, I, I really need. I need to find somebody who's local, mm-hmm. who is into fisting as much as I am and is willing to help guide me and encourage me um, and, you know, be the coach. Yeah, and, you, you need a coach more than you need a mentor. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I need somebody to be on my ass saying, have you done your daily exercises yet? You know, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, and yeah, the, the one guy that, I promised would be my first fist. Um, he's currently uh, just outside the Cherokee Reservation in Arizona. That, that's Cherokee, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. He he he's near the uh, Four Corners area okay. of Arizona. Um, so yeah, he released me from that promise. But I was like, you had, and his hands were about my hand size and I've got small hands he had small hands and we got really close one night and uh, yeah all right um let's see here time wise um crafting I haven't done anything I'll I'll between MIR and the funeral yeah all of my energy has been sapped you're out of spoons I'm yeah I'm out of spoons I mean I did give my latest crochet dick um, to to the intended party, and it made him giggle, uh, and he he appreciated it. So it's a neat gift. Yeah, and I was able to, with a bit of adjustment, I was able to give it a nice mushroom head, which okay. was one which was one of the things that I've been I've been wanting to do in previous versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, give it a nice deep purple mushroom head and nice to have um yeah now i need to figure out what my next project is going to be because i've i've kind of i have finished off all of my in project or in progress, in works. progress works i finished off my doctor who scarf i finished my uh camouflage scarf the the green well quote camouflage green and white that i can wear when i watch uh msu wrestlers and keep the dirty comments to myself, lest their mother be two rows in front of me. Um, and I finished off the the cat pad 
um, mm-hmm. that I was making, and yeah, finished off crochet dick, and finished off the crochet dick. So I, I need to get inspired again. Well, get inspired quickly because we're not that far away from the holiday season. And if well, you work on something fast enough, you have gifts to give. Yeah, well, and you know, all of my holiday energy has kind of been going into singing. Yeah, yeah. So concerts coming up. Concerts coming up. So yeah, if you want to. Yeah, any listeners, $15 December 2nd and 3rd at Lansing First Presbyterian. Um, we'd love to have you. And we'll also be selling Christmas candles okay. there to to make the holiday more bright. Oh, what's the organization that you're singing Lansing there? Out is, is the name of the organization, um, previously known as the Lansing Gay Men's Chorus. So, Excellent. Yeah, um, yeah looking forward to having that be done mm-hmm. and because the the mu- I'm at the point where we've done enough that the music is constantly running in the back of my head as a singer I quite understand that yeah um and yeah I'll be happy once I yeah we hit that final note that that final chord mm-hmm. and and that place has great acoustics oh I'm like, sure oh yeah, and it, it just, and the the last piece we do is a cappella, so Lovely. so when when we hit the fifth, the third, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, the root, um, yeah, that we're we're not in tune with the piano, we're in tune with each other, we're we're yep. and it just rings, and the harmonics are beautiful, mm-hmm. and oh, but. Yeah, I yeah, I'll be happy when it's over. Yeah, you want to be able to start forgetting the music, forgetting the lyrics, forgetting the rehearsal time. Uh, yes, and then we'll we get to start it all up again in the new year for for the summer concert. Yeah, um, but yeah, but yeah, I've been having to deal with Christmas music since before Labor Day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's different when you're the one singing it, and it's not being you know forced upon you. If I never hear Little Drummer Boy again, it'll be too soon. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah. Working one Christmas at a drugstore, that it 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 was the favorite of the Muzak because it wasn't. It was kind of religious, but not really, and so it was in heavy rotation yep. and several different versions of it. I'm like, I. Never again. Never, never. Also, I, uh, Barbara Streisand, the things you have done to Jingle Bells, uh, and why you even felt the need to record a Christmas album in the first place. Well, it's interesting how much Christmas music, especially modern Christmas music, was written by Jewish people. <laughs> White Christmas, anyone? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no, her, it's on YouTube. Look up Barbara Streisand's version of Jingle Bells and then imagine a men's choir trying to do that. I'm scared. <laughs> and you don't even have to sing it. I, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it looks positively frightening when written out because Basically, every two measures, either the tempo is changing, the time signature is changing, or the key is changing. 
I mean, when she sings it, it just flows, but yeah, but written out, but written out and forced into standard form when it wasn't really sung in standard form. Mm-hmm. It looks ugly, and and of course she's she's an amazing singer, and, yes, and she, she can do amazing things. We're reasonably good. <laughs> <laughs> We are not amazing. There, there's one. There is one amazing singer in our group who, well, he's classically trained. Okay. So he spent two years at conservatory. So he's amazing. Everyone else, we're reasonably talented amateurs that have been practicing for three months, two months at this point. Four months, but yeah, three, four months. So yeah, we're trying our best. We really are. And, all right. Well, you know, amateurs can make good. I, I direct you to uh, Straight No Chaser out of Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other upcoming events. Um, there is December 9th. Yes. Des- yes. December 9th uh, will be the second rubber night, Detroit rubber night at. Um, what was the R&R is now the new Detroit Eagle connected to Menjo's. Okay. Um, so, yeah, all the Detroit rubber folk will be there and showing off all of their purchases from MIR. Um, first Friday, um, well, first Friday in December might not happen because I'm singing, Mike's singing. Um, so, yeah, it, you can still show up. I'm sure the Esquire bar would appreciate the business. Um, but yeah, the, the two co-heads, well, you know, coordinators, the, the coordinators, you know, I, I kind of got thrust into the role of top dog and it, yeah, things have kind of fallen over to Mike because we, you know, we mm-hmm. see each other more frequently than I see any other member of it. So things tend to fall over onto him. Um, but yeah, you know, we're both going to be busy that night. Yeah, so you're going to be on stage singing your hearts out. Yes. Um, but, uh, DBC is coming up December 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't be at that either because I'll be singing. Um, but yeah. And then yeah, new year approaches and new things and may, and hopefully sometime in the new year, we will find a suitable, replacement for number six dungeon even if it will be at best a pale imitation yeah i'd love to host the parties as you know i've got space for it i just don't have parking um i don't know maybe maybe talk to the church nearby (laughs) see if they would mind Uh, on on a saturday night it's still a bit of a hike from the church to here well that's true so, yeah, trust me, I've given this a reasonable amount of thought. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, d- did you ever um, get end up ordering the uh, floor pads? No, I have not yet ordered floor pads for the dungeon. Okay. It's on the to-do list. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, well, this... Yeah, we're... We're almost out of time. We, we are almost out of time. And, yeah, I am... Yeah, running solo on <laughs> spoons. Um, we can have a short episode once in a while. Uh, yeah, what every once in a while. Yeah, we've run out of steam again. 
Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures. We'd really appreciate some more dirty pictures or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you so much for listening. We're your hosts, Sir Arcane and Klingberg, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.